need a drink of water. Well, I have one in that bag right there. Okay, I'll grab it. If you're okay with Aquafina. I mean, not really, but it's better than Dasani. Yes, way better than Dasani. Anything's better than Dasani. Muddy <laughs> river water would be better than Dasani. <laughs> yeah. The, um, okay, for apparently we're recording. Mm-hmm. Of course. But Shay and I are firm believers that water has taste. Water we can does taste, have taste it. Anybody who drinks water can tell you that water doesn't all taste the same. So we both hate Dasani. I think most water drinkers hate Dasani. It, it, it's not right. It's not okay. It's not. <laughs> it's not okay. Bring that lips. It's lips. not okay. <laughs> I am said, said the sloth. <laughs> they went and they left me. They do this every year. <laughs> Well, anyways, welcome back to the Moon and Sun podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Shay. And today, I will be talking to you about bay leaves. And I'll be talking about sweet gum, the tree. Sweet gum. Ooh, sweet gum has the little spiky balls, doesn't it? Yes, the little spiky balls. Yes. Sweet gum. Yes, it does. Okay, bay, bay laurel. Loris Nobilis. Well, look at you with all your stupid scientific names. I like scientific names because I like Latin. I can I cannot pronounce them. Nick? In college, I was terrible at remembering scientific names and writing them down. So bad. Nick so, so can't bad. Latin. <laughs> I cannot Latin. Folk names: Bay Tree, Daphne, Grecian Laurel, Lawyer, Laurier. The Apollon. I, I can see how you can get lawyer out of that. Laurier. Yeah. Noble Laurel. Roman Laurel. Sweet Bay. Laurier Sauce. I'm pretty sure everyone should know it as bay leaf. Bay leaves. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, its gender is masculine. Its planet is the sun. Its element is fire. It is me. It is me. Except for your element's not fire. I know, but I'm the sun. You're a... Are you a water sign? You're yeah. an earth sign. Er, no. Are you a water sign? What you am are I again? a water sign. I, You're... Yeah, water... Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think Scorpio is a water we, sign. Why is are we, Scorpio a water sign? Google Why it. are we drawing a blank on... Me. Are you an air sign? Oh, what am I doing? Co-star won't tell me. <laughs> you are a water sign. Yes, Scorpio is a water sign, along with Cancer and Pisces. Water. Water sign. I love me water. Yes. Is that why you don't like water? Because I don't like you? Is that what you're getting at? No, because you're a fire sign. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't like water because I have thalassophobia. Oh. It's because you're a fire sign. It's because I have thalassophobia. It's because you're a fire sign. It's because there are things in the water that will eat me. 
you only have that when you can't see the bottom. So, oh, I get it. Even if I'm if I am underwater in like a public pool and I'm swimming towards the deep end where the water gets dark, it's still pan- it panic ensues. I know there's nothing there, but it's my thalassophobia. It's that bad. Is so weird. It's bad. Also, did you see what our government did to the ocean? They blew it up. Mm-hmm. How many guesses that they woke something very ancient when they did that? I hope they didn't. I don't want to die. Well, it'll, it'll be a while before something gets in the middle of Nebraska. Yeah, but I bet they did. I bet they woke something very well, ancient. <laughs> maybe that's why the people at NASA or people studying the space... To get away from the things in the water. Did yeah. you see that TikTok? Yes. Too? I think I sent that TikTok to you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It makes sense because people who find stuff in the depths of the ocean don't really talk about it. Yeah, me and Clayton had this argument because I was like, we've only experienced, nope, we've only explored 5% of the ocean. And he was like, it's got to be more than that by now. No. So he like Googled how much of the ocean have we explored and it said 5%. And he was like, in 2021 and it was like five percent and i was like i fucking told you (laughs) fucking 15 year olds (laughs) anyway bay leaves deities i don't know how to say this word esculapus esculapius maybe saris faunus eros and apollo Apollo. Um, powers are protection, psychic powers, healing, purification, strength. Ritual uses the ancient priestesses of Apollo chewed bay leaves to induce a prophetic state. And bay leaves are often used as a decoration at Yule time. Ooh, uh, I bet that smells amazing. Right. Um, bay leaf is an aromatic evergreen tree or large shrub. With green, um, glabrous. Um, in certain areas. Okay. It, it, it's not evergreen in our area. Ugh, gross then. With green, glabrous, smooth leaves in the flowering plant family, Laura ACA. And I looked up what glabrous meant because I don't know what that means. And it means lacking surface ornamentation such as hairs, scales, or bristles. So not like that plant up there because it has hairs. On the bottom, that's magnolia. It only has hair on the bottom. Yeah, but this is lacking it anywhere. I know. Uh, it'd be like a holly. Or like the... Holly's pretty. Or the pothos right there. The pothos. Because it has no hairs or anything. It's just shiny. The pothos. Uh, it's variable in size, depending on the tree, shrubby, bush guy. Sometimes reaching 23 to 59 feet tall. It is unisexual with male and female flowers. The leaves are two to five inches long and three-fourths to one-five-eighths inches wide. The fruit is a small, shiny black berry that contains one seed. Um, it is a widespread relic of the laurel forests that originally covered much of the Mediterranean basin when the climate of the region was more humid. With the drying of the Pliocene era, the laurel forests gradually retreated and were replaced by more drought-tolerant plant communities. 
Um, Laurel forests in the Mediterranean were believed to have disappeared approximately 10,000 years ago, although some remnants of the original Laurel forests still persist in the mountains of southern Turkey, northern Syria, southern Spain, north-central Portugal, northern Morocco, the Canary Islands, and Madeira. Bay was used during the plague for its antibacterial properties. <laughs> no, Bay does not ward off the plague. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. What were you looking up? I forgot to get the sizing of the sweet gum. Oh, okay. So I was. Okay. I didn't know if you were looking up something that I was writing or not. No. I'm not like you who'd open the book to exactly what I'm saying. Truth. And mouth it. Truth. Do I want? <laughs> that was funny. It <laughs> <You> just clicked. <laughs> yeah, and to figure out what you were saying. but The fluorography book? Yep. That was funny. Okay, so as stated that Apollo is one of the deities, he is depicted with a crown of bay around his head at all times. It is like his thing. Oh, okay. So, the Greek word for laurel is Daphne, spelled D-H-A-F-N-I, which is super cool. Um, it is named for the myth of the nymph Daphne, who was changed into a laurel tree by Gaia, who transformed her to help her escape Apollo's attempted rage, because he was pursuing her, and she declined, and he was very angry. Um... So she turned her into a laurel tree. And then Apollo loved the tree so much that he made it his tree and sacred to him. And then it became a symbol of honor. Um, and the honor and glory continue today. We have poet laureates. Um, bachelorette means laurel berries and signifies the completion of a bachelor's degree. Doctors used to be crowned with laurel, which was considered a cure-all because it, of its antibacterial properties. Um, wreaths of <clears throat> laurel have been given to winners at the Olympic Games since 776 BC. That's a long time. Yeah. So, like, when you'd win, they'd throw flowers on you, and then they would put a laurel crown on your melon. I want a laurel crown. Laurel crown for your dome. I feel like I need a laurel crown, and I should also make Apollo a laurel crown for when I make his altar. And, like, make him a laurel crown and then put his candle in, in the middle of it. Do you need help to make a crown for him? No. Okay. I'll figure it out. I think he will like that. Um... <laughs> Legend has it that Laurel provided safety from the deities responsible for thunder and lightning. So against Thor. A few of those are Zeus, Thor, mm, Daddy, Jupiter, Perrin, Zeus. Indra, Perkanus. No, it was Hades. Hades Tyrannus, yes. Hadid, Rajin, Teshub, Shango, and Legong. Legong. <clears throat> the Roman Emperor Tiberius always wore laurel wreaths during thunderstorms to protect his royal melon um uh we today use bay leaves for cooking 
A lot. Yes, a lot. A lot. You should put it in soups, sauces, stews, and bouillons. And it's also used in pickling, like the pickling spice to make corned beef. Mm-hmm. It has bay leaves in there. Um, if you cook it in your soup, take it out. Don't eat it. That's not what it's there for. It's there to add flavor, not to be eaten. Um, the whole bay leaf. The but whole bay you leaf. can get. Yeah, uh, you can get crushed, crushed up. up bay leaves. That's fine. Crushed to eat up bay too. leaf. Yep. You can eat the whole bay leaf if you really want to. <sighs> it's kind of chewy. And it's kind of. I don't want to say spicy, but it feels kind of spicy. Yeah, it feels it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the Middle Ages, it was believed to induce abortions. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. So beware the... So beware. I wrote, so beware. <laughs> the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only, only dolls. dolls. If you see her in, in your, your dreams, dreams never, make sure you, you never, never, ever scream. Um, watch uh, Every Hill. time I hear or read, beware. Silent Hill? No, no dead silence. Sil- dead silence. <laughs> Watch Dead Silence. But every time I hear Beware. That's what you think of. That's instantly what I think of. I think of this weird little poem that I read when I was little. It was like. I only remember the words Beware for Swear. But I don't remember what came after it. Uh, The leaves lauric acid content gives it insecticidal properties. Bay leaf has many properties for treating high blood sugar, migraines, bacterial and fungal infections, and gastric ulcers. So what you're saying is with the bay leaf, Mm. you could make an oil out of it for an insecticide. Yeah, but also add like tea tree and a bunch of other things from the mint family. Well. And then, oh, you're thinking insecticide, not bug spray. Yes. Yeah, I bet you could. You could try it. Maybe it'll work better than neem oil. I wonder if we got your no. adorable meow in there. Um, neem oil look works really great because it's insecticide, fungicide, and miticide. Oh. So it kills all three. Yeah. Or prevents it. It kills them too. Yeah. Because it's an oil and it basically gets on them. They can't wash it off and they just suffocate. Fun. <laughs> It worked great with my mealy bugs I had on my aloe vera. I bet it did. That's the only thing I don't like about gardening. The bugs? And the snacks. Like, I still need to rip all of those tiger lilies out of there, but I know there's going to be snacks on there. Do it during fall. Do it before the snacks come. Or after the snacks go away. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I need to do. It wouldn't surprise me if there's a snake nest in there. So when you start digging, they oh, just God, I would start die. all crawling out. I would actually <laughs> die. Like I would full on, I would cease to exist. <laughs> yep. The existing would no longer be happening. Yeah. Um, The leaves and berries have been used for their astringent, carminative, diaphoretic, digestive, diuretic, emetic, and stomach properties. Not so, big words. Astringent, stop bleeding. Carminative, stop farting. Diaphoretic, makes you sweat. Diuretic, makes you pee. <laughs> Lots of properties. Uh, bay oil or oil of bays is used in liniments for bruising and sprains. It contains a compound called 
parthenolides, which help treat migraines. And it contains eugenol, which has anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. Magical uses. It can be used in clairvoyance and wisdom brews, although the taste is strong, which is just code for just put some honey in it. Uh, place beneath your pillow to induce prophetic dreams, and they have sometimes been burned to cause visions. I feel like that's a little excessive because I don't have visions anytime I burn one. Um, wear as an amulet to ward off negativity and evil. Place in your windows to protect protect against lightning. Or you can just grow it in a pot by your window. There that you would work too. Um, hang in your house to prevent poltergeist, poltergeist, I'm, I'm poltergeist. poltergeist and other mischievous creatures. Or grow it inside in a pot. That would probably do the same thing. Maybe. But that one said hang. Maybe I had to like hang it above the door or something. Or you can just grow, grow it, it above it the pot. door. Or grow it in, in a, a pot. pot. I could put it in a pot like i could put it in a bun <laughs> but not um i personally use them for basically everything i do in magic i use bay leaves simple spells of writing down what you want what you wish for and burning it mm-hmm. um the protects protection sachet not Satchet, Mojo Bag that Casey made for Corey. Mm-hmm. I had her put Bailey's in it. I also had her draw algae's and Uru's on it. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Bailey's are like, you want to do magic, but you are poor, a.k.a. me, buy you some Bailey's. Or you could be like me and grow your own bay leaf. Whatever. You can get a big thing of them from like Walmart for like $3. Bay leaves for years. Um, But technically they're only good for one year. I know. In seasoning. Yeah. Which so, you know, the potency goes away. So magic, it doesn't really work that good. I don't know. I feel like magic would be fine. Because sometimes bay leaves are too fresh to burn right. Mm-hmm. They burn better the drier they are. Well, yeah. Uh, I read somewhere. I read somewhere. I probably saw it on TikTok that if your bay leaf doesn't burn, that it's the universe denying your request. Don't listen to TikTok. They suck. Sometimes bay leaves just don't burn. It's like when you try to burn a piece of paper. Sometimes pieces of paper don't burn right. Just get a torch and just, just torch it'll be fine. The shit. It'll be okay. Um, I just closed my book too soon. Force the universe to accept it. Right? You're gonna <laughs> fucking do this. Respectfully, you're gonna fucking do this. Add that in there so you don't die. Ignore Nicholas, he's being weird. Were you watching yourself <laughs> evil laugh on the screen? No, no, I actually wasn't. Okay. <laughs> because my mic's actually blocking it. Oh, good. So I have no idea how it looks. Uh, my sources <laughs> were Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs by Scott Cunningham, Wikipedia, blog.justingredients.co.uk, and theepicenter.com. <laughs> you scared the 
fuck? <laughs> scared the cat. <laughs> you jump. Do Don't. not attack the dog. I'll throw a pin at you. Mama will kick you out of this room. You be nice to your sister. My cat's an asshole. Just so everybody's aware. We're not just being excessively mean to the cat. The cat oh, is God. excessively mean in life. Well, because of your fiancé boyfriend thing. Yeah, you want to grab ashtray? Ashtray? Don't you mean the ash Starbucks? The ash Starbucks? What do you do with your Starbucks? Put my cigarette butts in there. Well, they have a nice glass container. You can seal it so it doesn't smell like cigarettes. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yes, we both need to quit smoking. It's just not working very well. Uh, what says we need to quit smoking? <laughs> I would like to. He should. <laughs> I mean, we're both fine. We both have exceptionally long lifelines. Apparently, yes. Oh, oh, give me your dominant hand. Fresh one. Ah just yank on it, why don't you? Oh, see, your marriage line doesn't show divorce. That little line right there? That's your marriage line. Technically, since you're getting divorced, you're, it should be split are you off. Are you talking about this one? No, the small one, up like directly under your pinky. Do you see it? This one? Yeah, that's your marriage line. Uh, I read a thing. I saw, <laughs> I saw a thing on TikTok. <laughs> That was like if it splits at the end and goes in two different directions towards your hand, that that shows divorce in your um, like state of living. Not divorced yet. I mean, that's true. <laughs> what if your hand changed after you get divorced? That would be fucking weird. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> cutting it <laughs> off. I am cutting it off. Going to be working construction because it could be an accident. It's an accident. I don't think Mark's insurance would like that very much. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Okay. Nicholas will sweet be talking gum. about sweet gum. Sweet gum. Praise since ancient times for the aromatherapeutic and medicinal benefits of his oil and resin, sweet gum liquid. Dambar Styrusiflua? I tried my best there. It's probably terribly wrong. Ingredient are employed in perfumer and tobacco industries to this day. While the tree originally hails from areas in Mexico, Central America, and Mediterranean, and the southeastern United States, he thrives in a broad range of areas and is widely planted as an ornamental plant. In some climates, the sweet gum's vibrant green leaves transform in the fall into a fiery spectrum of the richest and most varied imaginable hues. Magically, this aura of this magically, this array of color and light mirrors the universal creativity palette 
from which we all are free to draw. The tree's spiky little gumballs draw squirrels, chipmunks, and finches who feed upon the wealth of seeds they contain. This also magically translates to creativity as we spread seeds of aesthetic and spiritual nourishment when we disem... <coughs> you are about to say something. You were like... <sighs> I have a funny thing that you can do with a spiky sweet gumball metaphysically if you don't have it i will add it later okay this also magically translates to creativity as we spread seeds of aesthetic and spiritual nourishment when we disseminate disseminate and nature our creative projects and ideas to support creativity of all varieties, plant a sweet gum tree or spread time or spend time in quiet com contemplation with one. While the sweet gum possesses a distinctly masculine essence, he is also very in tune with the realm of the sensuous and radiant feminine truly the wisdom of the sweet gum teaches honor and balance between the polarities as he knows the deep and abiding power within both as well as within the entire spectrum that's why his energy can be magically channeled toward improving father and daughter relationships Thank you. If you are a daughter or a father and you'd like to magically support your relationship with your father or daughter, visit a sweet gum tree and tune in lovingly. We <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Request support with honoring and accepting your family member as well as support with helping him or her honor and accept you. When you feel sufficiently aligned with the tree, offer him your father's or daughter's favorite beverage by pouring it around his roots. Then intu intuitively gather a gumball or one of his leaves. If possible, make sure it's one that has fallen because you don't want to harm him at all. Thank him for your heart. Thank him from your heart <laughs> next time you spend time with or speak with your family member carry the gumball or leaf in a pocket or pouch thank him for your heart <laughs> <laughs> oh, blooper blooper the sweet gums leaf resembles a five yeah the sweet gums leaves resemble a five-pointed star or hands with fingers outstretched, visually indicating the tree's ability not to attack your face. <laughs> Alien over there. <laughs> visually indicating the tree's ability to activate and fuel our personal power. You might think of him like a 
coach who sees your potential and won't let us off the hook until we fully embrace and express it. While he may not... (laughs) (laughs) We're having a stare-off. I see that. (laughs) While we may not be gentle in his wisdom... While he may not be gentle in his wisdom, he is certainly certainly means well in his unflagging energetic nudges to remember our responsibility to be at our very best unflagging is it unfailing unflagging oh weird i know i I, that's how it is in the book weird interestingly Sweetgum is an expert in uniting images with messages and illumination, the illuminating the patterns and symbols through which universal wisdom regularly communicates. Specifically, he's aligned with the wisdom of the tarot and can enhance our abilities to receive clear messages through our tarot. Studies and practice. I need some sweet gum. Try studying and reading tarot under the shade of a sweet gum tree. Being aware of the tree's ancient energy and experience as you do so. Without overthinking it, simply allow his power, vibration, and wisdom to fuel your insight and elevate your understanding. Have you seen any sweet gums around here? The only one I've known about is the one at Lewis Greenscape. And Ugh. I don't know if it's still there or not. I'm not going to go sit at the old Lewis Greenscape building <laughs> and read my tarot cards. Seeing how there's <clears throat> construction equipment laying around now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the size of sweet gum is... Normally a medium-sized to large tree going growing anywhere from 50 to 70 feet and up to 100 feet wa- 150 feet wide. So we can get, okay, it's not a medium tree. It's a huge tree. I don't know why Wikipedia is saying it's a medium-sized. Is this like the magnolia thing where its branches can be 150 feet wide or are you yeah, talking about its trunk? That's the branches. Okay. The spread. Okay. <laughs> we <laughs> have this problem with Magnolia, too, because you were like, it's this big. And I was like, what? No, not the trunk. The spread. The spread. The spread. Okay. My bad. No, you're fine. My brain just went to big-ass redwoods. Because the trunk is normally two to three feet in diameter. Oh, okay. On average. Oh, okay. That sounds less scary. And they may live up to 400 years. Ooh, so it's old like oaks. Yes. And what is really distinct what is a really distinctive feature of the tree is the peculiar appearance of its small branches and twigs. The bark attaches itself to these in plates edgewise instead of laterally on the twigs. Hmm. So like on a trunk you see lines going up and down. Mm-hmm. On the twigs, they go the opposite way. Weird. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And a piece of the leafless branch will, with the aid of a little imagination, readily takes on a reptilian form. The tree is sometimes called alligator wood. Because how it resembles an alligator. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the element is fire. Fire. Gender, masculine. Planet, it's not really a planet it's associated with. It's an asteroid. What? Yes. It's associated with an asteroid. Pallas? P A L L A S. It's an asteroid. Oh. Weird. <laughs> Sources, the magic of trees, thanks to the very hot Tess Whitehurst. Ah, Tess is hot. (laughs) And Wikipedia. If Tess Whitehurst ever stumbles across our podcast, call me. (laughs) Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. He's gay, so you don't have to slide into him. (laughs) No. Oh. Well, the way you said it sounds like she was going to be pegging me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be opposed. I don't know. That would be weird. A girl, though? Because woman? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That might be weird for you. That that would be a little weird. Did you look at the Encyclopedia of Madrigal Herbs first week up? I actually did. There was nothing. Sad day. Because that's mainly... For smelly plants. Smelly plants. Magnolia's in there. Really? Nope, come here. Away from the computer, come here. Come here. What do you want? What do you want? Tell me what you really want. Hey! No! Get away from the computer. Come here. Come to your mom. Don't. Come here. Dare. Step on the computer. Hey, come here. Just kidding. We're not done recording yet. So, fun magic thing. There is a magic lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's magic lore that if you take, like if someone owes you money, okay? So you take a picture of that person. And you take the spiky part of the spiky sweet gumball mm-hmm. and you put it on their face. Impale their picture face on the sweet gumball and then you wrap it up and you bury it. They will then return your money to them, to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to remember that. I know. Right? Right? Just impale <laughs> their face. Right on that. Right on that. Because they're pretty sharp. They, yeah. they are really pokey. Yeah. So if you ever want to harvest it, make sure you're wearing a glove when you yeah. do that because it, it will hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Should we re-record the end? And then I could just cut out that other ending? Yeah. I'll just figure yeah. a way to yeah, you'll, you can splice it. Splice it. Or we could record it. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Moon and Sun Podcast. We have socials. 
Our Instagram is Moon and Sun Podcast, all one word and all lowercase. And our email is Moon and Sun Podcast at gmail.com, all one word and all lowercase. Email us some fun stuff or slide into our DMs. And we will talk to you next time on Moon and Sun Podcast. And don't forget your coffee.